0: Union Jack Radio, the home of great British comedy.
1: On digital radio across the UK, on the Union Jack app, and on that Alexa Lady. This is Jeff Lloyd's hometown glory. <laughs> Local people. Today, Helen Lederer takes Jeff on a trip down memory lane on Union Jack Radio.
0: And my guest for today's hometown glory is one of our finest and most beloved comic actors. How's that for an introduction? <laughs> I love it. Beloved
2: is kind of like Elizabethan. Beloved. Do yeah. I like the word beloved? What does it mean, beloved? I
0: think loved. Lo- love you know, just loved by many. But beloved. Again, it, an extra gravitas with the B yeah, in front of it. Isn't I know. There? I
2: like it. It's it is Tudor.
0: Betrothed, um, beholden, <laughs> beloved, um,
2: be kept. No, that doesn't fit. Begotten. Begotten. Well, we've been
0: just begun. We're, so, we're so busy. T- uh, getting into the nuts and bolts of it and the, and the beloved. I haven't mentioned that you're Helen Lederer yet, in case you hadn't recognised this very distinctive and much sought-after voice. Oh, yes. Um, now, so before we get started, mm. you, you've got a podcast.
2: Yes, I've got a podcast at the moment, and it's... Called the back
0: seat. Um, so the idea is that it's a bit of reviewing, a bit of banter. <laughs> this is, let, let's let's delve into the life of Lederer <laughs> So it's about your hometown, but you were but oh, first of all you, you were born in Wales, right?
2: Yes, Landavri. <laughs> Of yes. Are you from Wales at all?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm not, despite the Welsh name. Okay, yes, yeah. yes I yeah. would have thought you might have been no, somewhere. No, not at all. But Maybe somewhere along the line.
2: And then, you know, when people say, and when did you leave Wales in yes. an interested sort of fashion, especially if they're Welsh? And then I have to go, um, six months.
0: So... You know, so as a baby, what happened in your family life that they moved from Wales to, I believe, Eltham in southeast. You London. are correct.
2: You, I like you. You've done your homework. This is I'm nice. Li- I'm delightful. It's caring. Aren't I? It's caring that somebody even cares to find out <laughs> where you did your shoplifting at 14.
0: Um, so, um, well, yeah, so let's yeah. we can come back to it. We can, we can maybe drop this in later. But yeah. so were you a teenage shoplifter?
2: Yeah, uh, in Eltham High Street there was a department store called Heinz, mm. which is a very odd title. It's kind of German, isn't it? and um, Heinz it was called and um, actually I was less than 14 the first shoplifting thing was with Mary James it was in Woolworths um, and do you remember those miniature Pan Am's um, uh, purses yes. I'm older than you so I don't know if I, you, I know what you're talking they're mini- about yeah. they're, like, they're like an airbag like cabin crew would have yes, yes. really bizarro and myself and Mary James um, were shoplifting such item and then she said to me run and I thought and I was quite fat and slow and asthmatic obviously and So anyway, we ran. We ran all the way home. And then I thought, because we really nearly got caught. And then the police would have been called and then my parents would have known. But the other shoplifting was Cindy doll outfits. So in Lewisham, I'm now, yes, it was Lewisham. There was, maybe it was a department store in Lewisham. We would take the bags from another item, blue and white stripe, go in To the shop in Lewisham and I was just obsessed about Cindy doll outfits. You get tennis outfit, country walk, um, disco disco possibly. I think you're thinking more Barbie. You being younger, do you think you That's all right. Um, uh, Skating outfit. Um, So just behaviours in clothes. Yeah. Anyway, so then I just built, just got obsessed, had all these outfits, and my mother actually did say to me, "Goodness, you've got where'd you get? Because we had pocket money, but um, where'd you get some of the outfits?" So then I said, "Oh, it was in the guides. Uh, in the guides, I was a guide for a short period of time. That we're we're actually making um, uniforms for orphans." And uh, you just get paid uh, for every uniform. We're helping uniform. And do you know what? My mother can't believe me. She just took it. She took it on the chin. So I'm just thinking that's, that's the word about tissue of lies. So you,
0: you you were saying that you were using the money made for the, yeah. that you made, orphans. making clothes for the orphans, to buy the Sydney yeah. doll outfits. You weren't Instead of stealing. Right, in between making orphans outfits, making Sydney no. outfits. I
2: don't know where. No, no, I see yeah. where you're going.
0: No, it's not that So that would have been complex. a good lie. Yeah, that would have been. You know, She would have really been impressed by your sewing skills. Yeah, what do you think was going because it seems very it's common a, to me that uh, teenage girls would, would uh, it seems more common in teenage girls mm. what do you think was going on for you that you were shoplifting
2: I was in a group well first of all it was Mary James and so she she's was the bad, bad egg. egg she was the bad egg I don't know what happened to her and then it was this second lot of Cindy Doll was more teen early teen uh, because also had a passion on trolls and making clothes for trolls you know those trolls that you can get on the end of pencils
0: I do put your hair up in the yeah they've done a reboot but, of them and that's the theme yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, who, sang, who sings that? I did, I did some young person. Ooh. A young person sings right. it. Right. I didn't know that. You yeah. know so much.
2: Um. So I'm obviously obsessed with miniature things and having control over things and playing. So, um. But I think it was just the excitement. Well, I just wanted more clothes. I didn't have enough money for my Cindy. So I pulled Cindy Patch, a uh, whole fam, and uh, <laughs> I just, um, I just had those just. I think I just wanted it and then we'd be, there'd be three of us in there and it was just very exciting and very bad.
1: Jeff Lloyd's Hometown Glory on Union Jack Radio. So when you move to
0: Elton, what's the family set up? Who's, um, who's around?
1: So um, uh, Elton.
2: Um, so my father was Czechoslovakian uh, and he was building a dam in Wales and that's why we were in Wales just because I know you didn't ask me that but I need to tick that off yes, I yes. need to be clear and then
0: the dam was completed the dam
2: was done everyone in Wales is quite pleased with the us, uh, dam as far as I'm aware no complaints <laughs> and then um, and then they didn't care too much so I went to school at Blackheath Blackheath High School for Girls and so Elton we just had a house quite an ordinary house and who's is it? is you? you're My sister. Uh, Older or younger? Older, deeply competitive. uh, She was in the A-stream and also the netball team, not me. And also she was in goal for lacrosse, which requires a mask. I was not in any of the teams ever and I was not in the A-stream. That's fine. Uh, We're over that now
0: but Um, did you ever get to wear a mask
2: uh, no no I wasn't put in goal which actually would have been a doddle because you didn't have to run so much I mean in any context in life no never in goal Um, I did I did try and play netball it would have been to try and shoot we did have a netball post uh, in our garden did you? Oh. growing up so how big was your this, garden you didn't uh, well it was actually quite big it was bigger than the house it was odd but
0: anyway <laughs> <laughs> it was about, everything was odd so so, so mm. your dad is a dam builder at this point he's a
2: civil engineer oh a God. refugee comes over here does that goes to university does all that hoo-ha and then was a civil engineer and then um, worked for Costain which is a company that you see the label of when you drive past things in London and does you, did your mum work? well oddly in that her generation she Blooming should have done. Uh, she was a spy in Bletchley, obviously. So in the and so if she had lived her life now, she'd have been busy
0: like you or me. Are, are you serious that she was a spy in Bletchley?
2: Yeah. So she did the well, as you know, like doing like decoding stuff. Yeah. So she did that, and then the grandfather was Czechoslovakian as well, uh, half German, half Czech. Um, he was a spy. Um, at a place called Trent Park where they captured the Nazi officers and they called them stool pigeons and so because he right. was fluent he apparently I don't know if this is true um, pretended to be a German officer I'm laughing I don't know it's mad uh, to get information and then, the, then I won't go on about it but anyway these people shortened the war but a lot of people say that don't they but intelligence shortened the war so wow. we've got and how aware
0: bit... of these stories were you as a little kid no, no nothing discussed wasn't but... talked about because,
2: as you know, like in the Secrets Act, all that generation, because I'm so much older than you, that. They're not that much well, older. just trust me, I'm. But that generation would not. They just go, that was then. This is now. We don't speak about it. So, my godmother, my mother met two other women and they had quite a sort of blue stocking. I think they had lots of sex, actually, lots of boyfriends. And they. Um, they that was their life and you don't you just would not discuss it afterwards and then 50s 60s come along and then you just become boring normal housewife and when did it all come out then um my mother died before I knew all this stuff and I went to Bletchley park and then there's a book where she's meant she's mentioned in some some i think there's much more interest in history now and then um more information is being released um ongoing so I have all sorts of history stuff. And then, oh, shall I just tell you this? Hometown. Okay, so um, am I being quite dull? Not at oh, all. Okay. Just
0: checking because I know I'm talking I mean, a lot. we covered shoplifting Sydney dolls <laughs> and then your mum was in Bletchley Park. Bletchley your dad was dying. damning the world. That's
2: it. Yeah. Then, um, then there was this programme called... Um, uh, war hero in your family. And it's a poor man's version of who do you think you are? So I had to share my programme because it was Channel 5 and people. Who, don't, who, did, who did you share uh, with? So, um, Paddy um, Ashdown. Um, so it's quite bizarre because Channel 5 assumed that their audience won't be able to concentrate on one person's yes. story. So they have to put two together. Yeah.
0: And even with that every time there's an advert break, they come back and tell you everything yes. that's already yes. happened. So annoying. Just in case. So you annoying. Got an it's so disingenuous. Yeah. And
2: you just go, please, now you've spoiled it. I was interested and now yeah. you've spoiled that. So, anyway, um, so we had to segue into Paddy Ashton's story where his father did something very interesting and there was like, he was standing at brick walls and graves and stuff. And then we had to se- go back to me. And then we'd be, so the crew knew the whole point is you have to have a hero in your family to discover either you don't apply for the pro- you know, you're not eligible for the program. So, anyway, then it goes a bit weird because then I had to go to Auschwitz and I would never have gone. Anyway, so they found me a cousin that was alive of my father it was filmed and it was just so because I don't speak Czech why would I um, were they
0: and, hoping for a big emotional moment yes, and, and it was wasn't... just so bizarre and so we,
1: <laughs> I was just going this is so bizarre this is so bizarre Jeff Lloyd's Hometown Glory on Union Jack Radio
0: where where does the where does the urge to perform come from? Which which primary school did you, did you Blackie get Blackie High School, school? from and, start to finish? Oh, from from really junior.
2: young. Right, okay. we call it a junior school in those days. And, and
0: well, <laughs> were juniors, you, were, what were you, were were you junior? in plays? Were you in?
2: Well, what happened there was so it was Wheezy Fat had hairband. So that's like that's the comedian thing. That's covered. That's that's me being hysterical. So I had asthma quite badly so they said if you laugh you might die from you mustn't mustn't because i had to have steroids that kept me fat and short and um on top of being interested in cake and stuff as well so um <laughs> and so i knew that i i just always liked to be hysterical it was my favorite place so um because then it would worry my parents you know the whole thing so anyway uh, what was the question Uh, so I'm hysterical oh then so then we did a sketch show David Frost was on at the time what was the name of it that was
0: that was the week that was. Yes. yes. Do you remember that? No, no, no. It, it was yeah. excellent. Yeah. That
2: was like satire. That was exciting. So I knew that. So I did a sketch show in Miss Thomas's class, and it was funny. So then she commissioned me to do the play, and the play was very bad. It flopped. So I peaked at ten. Oh, yeah. so, so I you're know better about in the failure. For yeah, I'm good formats. at sketches. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, Jeff. You are clever. You should be a therapist because the thing is, the moment. There's expectation, and people are looking. And that's odd for a performer when people, you go, please, could you just stop looking, audience? Could you just turn your backs on me and I might be funny? It's like. That's why radio is so good. It's pressure. Great. It's, yes. And I, I again, getting older, you, antici- you learn from your mistakes. You kind of anticipate a problem and you try and overcome it. But I think I'm better spontaneous with like minded people. I'm not like an Apollo person. So i had to do a carol thing with rob gearing yes and um he talked about apollo and i was thinking uh, uh, i thought uh they don't have take old people to do comedy anyway but i wouldn't that isn't an ambition
0: but you do stand up with your edinburgh shows were and you would do the comedy store i did i did um
2: that thing called just for laughs have you done that in I, montreal I know, yes i know of it yeah and um now that was big, and um, that was the that was I think the first year. And uh, when you look back, you just do things. But I can't remember it really. Lenny Henry was on. Dawn was there as a uh, helper. Can you believe it? Because they were together then, and she was just there. And um, that was thousands of people and they called me an existentialist monologuist, which I accepted. Definitely a get business, part,
0: business yes, cards.
2: I'll do that one. Um, but because I was so nervous, I I did everything too fast, so I had to do it again the next night, because just the speed of it, just rushing down the stairs to get on stage, to get it over with, and then rushing off, and apparently that so I had to do it twice, so that was probably my biggest audience. Um, it just got smaller <laughs> <laughs> ever since, but I i think small audiences like 200 seaters are fine
0: yeah 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 i like those i don't understand these comedians who do i mean i understand the the money but doing arenas
2: no no i saw um on youtube miranda's one when in her absolute heyday when it had landed and i thought blimey you know i made her famous i put her in a play i wrote an edinburgh festival which was a very big mistake not Putting her in the play was a mistake. The play was a mistake. So I think, can you look back and go, hmm, that was a mistake? Sometimes it's good to make, like, I will not be writing a play for Edinburgh again.
0: Right. Best do stand up. Well, that's what these big tech companies now, that's what they're all talking about, failing. What? They, 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 oh, the importance yes, of failing. Yes. And I think, like, if you go to an investor and you want money for your yes. company, they want to see how many times you've failed. Oh, that's a good Not tip. to hold it against you, but because they think it's you You learn from okay, failure. Okay. I think I'll, the mentality on that has changed a lot.
2: Get some quotes off Wikipedia on failure then. Um, do, and then
0: go cap in hand to Silicon yes, Valley.
2: because I will, because i have set up a comedy women in print prize which has taken up my life and i the reason i go to parties is not for pleasure is to network and get business cards so if i knew that in meetings that i can come across as humble and talk about failure i might get some money yes thank you Jeff. yeah there you go that's my tip tip for you
0: do you have to ask more serious
2: questions about like height weight a-levels should we not oh,
0: do this? I want to know about your fa- I want to know about this play, this terrible play at oh. not not at the Edinburgh Festival. Oh, in but the, but the, school. the in the school, yeah. What was it called?
2: Well, the good I like your questions because you have to look back and go, why did that not work? Whereas like me being David Frost and uh, and interviewing people did. Um, but that was impro, wasn't it? Um it was a derivative, that's why. I was very influenced by Ina Blyton. <laughs> um Good easy reads, and I think I called it something stupid. I, this is coming back, like Uncle Joab or something comes to stay. Like a really stupid title that was copied from another thing because I was trying hard. Or was it a spoof
0: that... of Enid Blyton?
2: No, I just got influenced right, right, by a right. genre, and obviously age 10 couldn't quite crack it, and that is a moral... Don't copy other people's stuff. No,
0: unless you you take something from it and then change it beyond all recognition. Yeah, and
2: I hadn't developed sufficiently. Oh, no, I like... Oh, that's
0: canny. That's what the Beatles Beatles did. What what did they take from? They were magpies. You know, they'd listen to other records, they'd absorb bits of culture, Mm. and then it had come out of them in an unrecognisable form. Wow, but But didn't
2: they do their own melodies? Yeah, they they did, but there
0: are certain records Uh that they loved growing up that you can listen to Mm -hmm. and you can say oh so if you th- they took that like they changed the it so you rock wouldn't recognise it who would uh, there's uh, a song called Watch Your Step by Bobby Parker okay and it sounds the the, the, the guitar riff sounds just like I Feel Fine and they oh, Tripper really? yeah they, wow. they rung two, or maybe Paperback Writer they rung two or three songs That's, out of that one how did you know that Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm somewhat of an expert
1: Jeff Lloyd's Hometown Glory on Union Jack Radio Today Helen Lederer takes Jeff on a trip down Memory Lane. What was
0: in in, in Eltham, where were your haunts, where was your local cinema? Uh, Wimpy, bar? Wimpy bar.
2: Wimpy bar. Boys, uh tomato ketchup in the plastic things that go in the round. You know those things for tomato. So I would go with my friend Fiona Maddox and hopefully look out for boys. Um and then I used to think I had premonitions that I'd be going into Elton High Street and I would like have a premonition that I might see a boy that I knew not just a boy And, and did, sometimes, it, did you run
0: through what you might say yeah, to him? I heard? just said
2: oh I have a feeling I might see John Hood today and often I did so that's quite an uncanny gift isn't it? Um, do you know?
0: just everyone <laughs> walked around town because there was nothing else to do? It though? was quite small <laughs> um, yes, it could have been that, oh god you spot that,
2: um, so boys Boys, 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 Elton Bards. John, uh, John Hood, John Hood, uh, John Hood, big time, and cinema. Yes, there was. A, was it called the Gaumont or the Beaumont? Some word like that. Um, First then, film you saw? Um, well. My sister and I wrote a letter to my parents to ask their permission if we could go and see some holiday. Because that's, again, that's... And with great regret and consideration, they did not allow us to do it.
0: Did did they write you a reply? No, they spoke the reply.
2: We had a verbal exchange. (laughs) But our letter was written um, formally because it mattered to us so much. Mm So I think that was a film because you had to be with an adult. So I did manage because it was 50. I think I did manage to sneak in. But it's that. Right what was the, what was saucy in the film? Well, the he, holiday. he, he had probably had his shirt slightly open. Bit of Cliff's hairy Sis, chest. you know, Or, or of, not of, hairy. Have Who you ever a
0: smooth chest? Yes, I, I do not know. What was Cindy's which, boyfriend called? Um, Paul. Right, so a bit like Paul's smooth skin. Yeah,
2: Paul's very smooth skin yes. and the muscular the tos- uh, legs. Um, also, school, it's a bit of a weird one. I'm sure you won't keep this in. Um, I used to like doodling perfect legs. Right. Like, like, I want... There were some people with perfect legs at school, and I just had a thing that would be nice also another very odd thing at blackheath high school with our desks i had a compass and i would drill holes in the desk surface with my compass and then i would fill the hole with rubber with those kind of modern rubbers that were quite translucent yes And I think maybe I should have been a dentist. What do you think? think? Because sometimes people think I am their dentist because
0: I have got that look. What do you think? So so people recognise you and don't recognise you. They know you from somewhere. somewhere. And they think you must be their dentist. And then I have to go... "Mm." Maybe maybe. Have you, maybe just, not. have you ever just had a go at a bit of DIY dentistry? <laughs> no, Do you I'm know what I heard so recently. You know, Steve Wright, the radio DJ. Yes, yes, he's got a phobia of dentists and does it all um, himself.
2: No, yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. I was expecting you to say that. No,
0: he's in there with a drill. Oh no! Yeah. Please
2: God, it's like people cutting their own fringes. Yes, which is but another but risk, slightly more extreme. <laughs> yes, slightly. No, I hey, don't like, your yeah. husband is GP. He is the current husband, is a, a, a GP and um, quite calm. So what, it's, what, what? I don't want him to cry.
0: You, no, because you like a, you like not, a stoic man. I
2: do not want any emotion from him
0: whatsoever. Just repress, or
2: even conversation.
0: Bottle it up. <laughs> yes. So, are you, do you have anything of the hypochondriac to you?
2: Uh, no, it's just quite easy to get prescriptions um, for quick ones. You know, like. A skin rash
0: or something. If people come round for dinner, yes. can you, can you see them? Because like, I've been told <laughs> off for of this before now. Like, I, I sit there if somebody's a doctor, yeah. just like with this huge mental list of ailments, of waiting for somebody else to bring up theirs. Yeah. Because then I feel like it's permission for yeah. me to bring up mine. No,
2: you should come round. What I do is I push you forward. I go. <laughs> I would say, Chris, Jeff's got a couple of you know of areas. I it gives me great pride that people I know would benefit from my association with the GP and get free advice. So he's, he's just. <laughs> (laughs) he's a GP he's like does the one on one he's good at that I want him to do a problem page um, because he should retire soon Um, but I don't, he says he's better one-on-one.
0: You want him retired, but not so busy. retired that he should be retired, I want him but busy, busy, Jeff. <laughs> I don't
2: want him. I'm trying to think of jobs for him to do because I cannot write. I don't know about you, but you know when I'm writing, I have to have complete silence. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if somebody's on the landing, even with a creek, yes. I go, oh, for God's sake, like that,
0: <laughs> to no one. That poor man. I know, it is hard. It is, 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 he, hard. Uh, is he a snorer?
2: <laughs> yes, he is, and I just kick. I find that consorted. it. Right a
0: bit of a kick what about you well I am a snorer okay. to the extent that my wife is now regularly leaving the bed to go and sleep in well, the loft she should make you go in the loft well this is a regular argument in our marriage yes I say if she's already awake why should she wake me up and oh, make me move into a different bed it's probably best that we're not married then um, there, there's logic there but
2: I tell you what I know a couple um, very nice in the public I will not name their names but they have to sleep separately and they're very in love because she, her sleep Habits are like crazy, and she was actually in the play uh, that Miranda was in that wasn't a success, but only because the play was rubbish. Um, well, it actually wasn't; it just wasn't understood. Anyway, and so, but her, she has to have her own room, and I haven't really dared ask her what the hell do you do, but it's probably thrashing around, right. like serious behaviour, not just snoring. Mm. So maybe snoring. Are you a sleep talker? No. Are you?
0: I could do you, some strange you things. I have a lot of anxiety. So I'll wake up sort of like panting in the night, oh, convinced that a portal to hell has opened or there's a werewolf in the room oh, or really? something. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, well, I, mine would be more ongoing, like at a party where I'm going like a labyrinth of rooms. Um, everyone sees me and ignores me so that's a recurring dream of being ignored and like disapproved of so that is my normal dream because of course as a comedian and just in life uh, um, one one uh, you know failure to connect is quite painful it is and so my dreams reflect that that just nobody likes me I don't and understand I'm these people who somewhere. aren't walking
0: around worried about that the whole time no what does that mean I'm, I don't understand people mm. who you know if they <laughs> go out for dinner they're not thinking Did that, do you think that person likes me do you think that yes. do you think that story landed well <laughs> you <know? laughs> like you go back, people just go out and, and what and they just are yeah
2: yeah no no um, when you're trying to connect with people to get jobs because remember we're you know we're gypsies and and on uh, our marketplace it's it's never ending yeah. so all the time when you're connecting you're thinking. Um, will I get a job out of this is that that, there is a part of that's part of us yeah you know or like doing the cow service with Rob Gearing I was thinking oh shall I ask him about that or then I had this awful feeling that I had um, been he'd been on a contestant thing and I'd been on the judging panel and I hadn't put him through and at the back after we'd had a lovely time together I love him and then I suddenly thought oh my god that was me And I met him at another job and he did remind me of it. So that can be quite painful.
0: Are you you a grudge holder?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Have you got a list?
2: um, Yes, I just, I, yeah. um, But I think the lovely thing about being middle-aged is, as I said earlier, you can process it quicker and deal with it because you've got experience that things don't uh, last. So bad stuff doesn't last. We know that, don't don't we? I mean, good stuff
0: doesn't last. No, that's the thing. But isn't bad it? stuff doesn't last. Let's do a quick. If you could go back to any of the places we've talked to today from your childhood, not Eltham, go- not Eltham, ever. doesn't interest
2: me. It's municipal. All this the pubs a... have become like brasseries, probably. I say that not knowing that that's true because I haven't been back. Um, no, <laughs> but you a... wouldn't
0: just in case they become like brasseries. Yeah, I
2: just I've no interest. Although I say that, no. Um, where would I go? I don't know where to you go. Don't want to go back inside that school, um, Blackheath High School. And I did go back uh, as um, an older person to give out awards. That,
0: that dam that your dad built.
2: I'd like the dam.
0: There we go. It's the dam. And
2: you're tying up the program, and we've done it on a good thing, and the metaphor is a dam a dam helps people it's a helpful thing you need dams for water
0: irrigation or bust in if necessary (laughs) um helen's podcast is the backseat helen ledger
2: apologize i'm (laughs) sorry it's been it's it's been odd it's
0: It's
2: been been odd though it's been been very odd odd.
1: (laughs) roll up roll up Welcome to Union Jack
2: Radio, a radio station playing just the best of British
1: music, so
2: you you comedy. comedy. Don't panic, you stupid little plonker! Don't mention the war. I have a cunning
1: plan.
0: Absolutely mad listeners. Union Jack, you're right plonker.
2: fun.
0: Union Jack's a load of fun. Blokes told me the other day, he said, excuse me, mate, is there a B&Q in Wigan? I said, no, pal.
1: W-I-G-A-N.
0: <laughs> the fastest growing
2: station in the UK. And every song's picked by the listener on the Union Jack app. 20 million. And counting Union Jack
1: Radio, playing the best of British and doing radio differently.